In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. This thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. The best marketers sell with story, and the best storyteller wins the customer, and the best stories are your customer stories. I'm going to give you the planner to create the perfect video case story for your business, just like we've done with all of our clients here at Authentic Web. Just go to eingarlic.com slash plan or click on the podcast image to get to the show notes and there'll be a link. There you can download the perfect video case study planner, the same one we use at Authentic Web to create incredible dynamic video case stories and video case story interviews. Okay, I never we actually truly are live. We are truly live. Okay. And welcome to the Garlic Market Show one more time. We had some technical difficulties. <laughs> Love live streaming for that reason. I've got okay, Jay Facet here, a uh, good, good friend of mine, incredible businessman, marketer, inspirational speaker. Uh, last time you heard him on, he was on, uh, we were talking about masterminds and how he, he used masterminds to grow businesses, how to create a mastermind, how to run one, how to fill one. And masterminds are absolutely critical. And we were just talking a second ago, just connections that you build, but also supporting people. Um, but Jake grew a business mastermind to millions in 14 months to $2.4 million using JB, joint ventures. So, so Jay, uh, tell me, before we get into exactly how you did that $2.4 million, what are joint ventures and how did you learn about them? Well, you know, I, I have a funky echo here. Give me one second here. There we go. Ah. <laughs> I had uh, somehow the, when we were testing, I had that in the background. I couldn't find where it was. So number one, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, Ian and uh, what are joint ventures and how did I get started? Well, in a nutshell, joint ventures um, is anytime two or more organizations come together to collaborate uh, to create more value for their clients. And uh, it can happen in a million different ways. Of course, today with technology, uh, internet marketing, emails, all those sorts of things is as common as breathing. Um, but it has been going on since the beginning of time for people who've been strategic and wise in building their businesses. Um, bricks and mortars. Um, you know, it, it's, it is just this simple way of thinking about it. My client needs some things before they get to me. My client needs some things after they get to me. And when we begin to strategically serve our clients better on their journey by bringing in some strategic joint venture partners, what happens is we end up with these great revenue streams. We serve our clients better. Um, we make more money and life gets easier. And I don't know about you, but in the entrepreneurial world, getting easier is better. <laughs> <laughs> now, that said, um, your, your question of how did I get started? So my history is I ran and still run a personal transformation company. It was called, we now call it uh, the creator's code. And we did that in our own little independent bubble. 
And about six years ago, I was uh, deciding I was going to learn this online marketing thing. Um, and I got an invite to a um, private invite only um, joint venture community uh, run by Christian Michelson. And uh, I got the invite and looked into it a little bit. And, and the honest God truth, I had in that, I'm embarrassed to say this, but it's 100% true. Is I looked at it and was like, that's stupid. I've got work to do. I've got a business to run. I, I'm already making my idol. Why am I going to go hang out with a bunch of people and share my list of my re- like, what? That's, that's dumb. So um, I go to work. The next year, I get another invite, which I still think is stupid. And just please understand because I don't understand what's going on at all. And a dear friend of mine who I will forever be grateful for, he sits me down. And he says, look. I know you're a smart guy, and I know that you've built multiple seven-figure businesses, and I know that you've done it all on your own. That's all well and fine, but you don't know what you're talking about because your seven business, your seven-figure business could have been eight. Your uh, time off could have been doubled and tripled. What you need to do is go find out what they're doing and then make your judgments. So, you know, quit being a dumbass was his exact words and get <laughs> and and see what it is. So I get on a plane, I fly to San Diego. And, uh, and I really did feel that, that first, that first event that I was a little bit feeling around in the dark because I, I didn't understand the language. I didn't understand, uh, how, how, uh, how income was shared. I didn't understand how we tracked. Like I didn't understand any of it. And, uh, so I spent that first year just being a sponge and it was like, look, I'm, I'm in fact, my introduction, I think I said, look, I'm the dumb guy who's been bricks and mortar for 22 years. Um, I'm going to learn what this is and I'll do my best to support you. So I did that. I, uh, participated with a few people. I ended up on something called leaderboards, which means that, you know, I was doing, you know, some of the best promotions, um, before I knew any of what I was doing. And, uh, and it, it began to land upon me. It's like, you know what, this process of strategically sharing and supporting one another is the fastest way to grow my business. And and while I was pretty well known in my world, um, in that world, I was a complete unknown. I'm some weird guy from Canada. I'm still a weird guy from Canada. But, that, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> but, but what I was able to do was very strategically and quickly um, borrow the influence of a bunch of my great partners that took me from an unknown to at this stage of the game. I I think I I can confidently say that I am uh, the world's most recognized mastermind trainer in terms of teaching people to position, launch and lead their masterminds. And I would never, ever, ever have accomplished that without the use of joint ventures, without the use of strategic relationships. And that's how we went from zero to 2.4. That was a long answer. Sorry, man. I, but oh, no. I get excited about this. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a, it's a great story. I think, you know, there's important facts. I mean, zero to 2.4 million, you know, we see a lot of these numbers f- flying out there and, and, and joint ventures are, well, they're, you have a system for it. It's not easy necessarily. It can be easy, but I mean, before we get further into that tactic of, of how you did that 2.4 million, um, mm-hmm. Who are joint ventures ideal for, and who should not be thinking about them? Oh, that's a that's a really good question. Um, and I'm going to give a paradoxical answer because I think everyone should be figuring out where joint ventures fit in their client journey and in their business model. I actually think everyone should be. That said, if you can't really put your um, put your beliefs into this idea that there's an abundance around us. Like if you have this, and and I see it 
all too often this is like well well those that, that, that those are my leads so those are my like that's my thing and 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 I you know it's it's my client and and I'm gonna pick on the the network marketing industry for a brief moment here um, it, it, I had a conversation with somebody not so long ago um, who they wanted to bring uh, a group of their people to my mastermind event and um, they asked, we're asking a whole series of questions, which really boiled down to this. It's like, are there any other network marketing companies there? Because I don't want to bring my whole team there and have some other network marketing organization pitch them. And, and there's a bunch of scarcity bullshit, um, ridiculous framework. It's like <laughs> the person goes through all this. It's like, well, number one, let's be clear about this. This is now 2017 at the time we were having the conversation. This is now 2017. Every single one of the people on your team, they have this thing called Google. <laughs> They're aware that there are other network marketing companies out there. They know what the payment structure is. So instead of trying to hoard them and protect them from finding out about another opportunity, how about you just make sure your business is strong enough and your payments are clear enough and your and, and your support structure is strong enough that they want to stay with you. Don't be such a ridiculous dolt. Uh, they didn't appreciate that thought, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, but whenever we start into that whole piece of we're going to keep it in its mind and they're my team and nobody should ever discover another network marketing opportunity ever because like that, that is the most scarcity-based, ridiculous, small-minded thinking in the universe. Now, if you can't shake that and you're worried about, oh, my goodness, I had a lead and I actually re referred them to, to Ion and now they're working with Ion instead of me – if, if you can't shake that fear, then you best stay away because you're going to be a messy JV partner and you're going to be disappointed. But if you can hold on to this idea, which is I want what's best for my clients. And if Ian actually delivers more of what they need, then I want Ian to serve them. And I'm going to be smart enough to create a relationship that is rewarding for both Ian and for me for making the introduction. And it's the difference between being you know, and I'm going to use the coaching industry for fun and entertainment. It's the difference between being I'm their coach versus I'm their trusted advisor. And as the trusted advisor, well, actually, let's back that one. If I'm just their coach, I get paid when I'm coaching them. If I'm their trusted advisor, I get paid when I'm coaching them. I get paid when I refer them. I get paid when I connect them. I get paid when they connect with somebody else because I'm their trusted advisor and they keep coming back. So that's that's if you can't get your head wrapped around that, honest to goodness, you should stay away. Other than that, everybody should be figuring this out for their business. That's a, the, the trusted advisor is something that you know we a lot of entrepreneurs, some entrepreneurs are talking about right now. But it's it's a key idea. It's a key idea because there's so much information out there that you know that's what I try and do with the garlic marketing show. That's what I try and do. Yes. You know, with with these things, is not I'm not trying to sell you. I want you to be as informed as possible and lead you in the right path. Uh, yes. And and that's a great thing to do. So, you know, traditional bricks and mortar business could be using this, correct? I mean, anyone well, uses. Can I, can I share a fun example? Because yeah. it's a weird one, but it's a fun one. And, um, and I do want to, I just need to declare this as loud as I possibly can because people say, well, that couldn't possibly work in my industry. Yeah. And I just straight out call bull. That is not true. So I'm going to give you an extreme true example. Um, so I have dear friends of mine that uh, own um, adult shops. So, you know, I get, you know, the slang is sex shops, but it's not that. It's like uh, um, everything related to romance, eroticism, all those sorts of things. They have an amazing uh, program to uh, called Stop the Peck that, that is about uh, 
how to kiss your mate properly to connect and like they're, they're, they're sexual educators. They're not sex shop owners, if that makes any sense to you. Mm -hmm. And brilliant people love them. They've got three uh, bricks and mortar stores here in Calgary. And uh, in doing some work with them, they ended up, it, I, I mean, almost every decent sized city has a science center. So in Calgary here, it's called the Telespark Science Center. And uh, get this, we helped set up a um, joint venture between the Telespark, which is a, in Canada here, that's a like a sort of publicly funded educational institution, the Telespark Science Center and their um, sex shops where they go in and they do educational presentations once a month on the Science Center's adult night. Um, and they've been doing a tremendous job. So they go in, they speak for free. Everybody there uh, attends the workshop, gets a little coupon that drives them back to the store and it works beautifully for both parties. So if a science, a public science center and a sex shop can figure out a joint venture, I'm guessing we can figure out one for you. <laughs> 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 so the truth of it is this, is that most when people have troubles with, with figuring out how to do a joint venture. Oh, and I should, I should just add to this is that when I the last conversation I had with them, they think that it has added about 2000 people through the front door of their stores. And they're, they're such brilliant uh, business people. They know exactly what, if somebody walks through that door, they know exactly what they are worth. Um, and that, that, and because, and two parts, they know what they're worth immediately and they know what they're worth over their lifespan because they've been at this, goodness gracious, almost 18 years or 19 years or something like that. But they've already generated enough traffic for that to be a six figure joint venture relationship. Wow. That's a pretty big relationship. I mean, <laughs> particularly when you think what they're selling. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, that's six figures that's of, uh, <laughs> of, of stuff. We'll say <laughs> that's, that's a lot of, a lot of those things. Um, yes. but you know, and, and so then we step back, you know, that's a low ticket item, obviously. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the ticket is, but, uh, so, so can, can I just tell you a terrible, funny story? Yes. Okay. So uh, it's not a low ticket item because so I, in my business, I don't do trades ever. Okay. I just don't do trades. If I want to buy something, I can go buy something. If you want to buy something, you can buy something. But for my dear friends, um, I made an exception. And what I can tell you is this, is that $10,000 doesn't go quite as far in the sex <laughs> shop as you think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I, I I have this picture of you like with shopping carts, <laughs> like like shopping spree. But we'll we'll move on from that. Um, uh, awesome. But like, so I mean, if someone did have a ten thousand dollars, you know, I'm just saying because I I talk to business consultants. Um, I talk to you know my friend Kurt that's on here is a, owns is partners in a consulting agency and they do business consulting. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, they have referral partners, but it's probably not formalized to this extent, is it? And and you probably see that. I mean, everyone says referrals are the best form of business. This is just a better way of getting referrals, right? I, I believe that's true. And and just to be clear about it, referrals with some form of reward. And by the way, that reward doesn't need to be cash. It can be <laughs> it can be coupons for your store. <laughs> yeah. But the reward doesn't need to be cash. There's a lot of ways in which we can do this. But when we're talking about joint ventures, we're talking about putting clear uh, 
structure, processes, and tools in place for your JV partners to be able to do well. If I see something that's a little weak outside of, you know, what we teach and what we serve and support people with that, uh, you know, in JVology Live and in the JVology Summit, it's that the tools and the resources to, number one, make it easy to talk with somebody about it, to, number two, make it easy to share with somebody about it, Number three, make it easy to know um, what is going on in terms of how the client is being treated. So, you know, did they click on a link? Did they buy something? You know, that transparent sharing of information back and forth. When those three pieces are in place, then what happens is instead of it being a random, it's like, oh, hey, my friend Bob uh, is looking for some testimonial videos. I'm going to I'm going to introduce him uh, to Ian. Instead of it being like that, it's like, wait a second, I look for a spot to build you into my process. So I have an inordinate number of people, you know, literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who've positioned, launched, and led their own mastermind groups. Every single one of them, after the first one is done, should be doing the type of testimonial stories that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, every single one of them. So it becomes, instead of it's like, oh, well, yeah, I'll, I, I know Bob needs testimonials, so I'll introduce you. Then it becomes, in my client's journey, they get the first mastermind done, and they need to declare the success of that. They need to track the the movement of their participants. They need to tell the story of what their unique mastermind is about. Well, that's somebody that, that should be going to you on a consistent, regular basis. So I like to think of it as there's a whole bunch of different ways to do this, but finding a JV partner is, number one, time-consuming, number two, expensive, uh, number three, sometimes a pain in the butt because... Lots of people don't get this. They're still operating from scarcity. They don't understand the tools and the technology. They don't understand how to support their client on their journey. So we spend, end up spending like an ordinary amount of time just explaining the freaking basics um, for someone who may or may not ever wrap their head and heart around it. So, so to me, the key idea here is to figure out is this just going to be a transaction? Great. I'll send an email for something like ClickBank is a good example. Uh, we just put a product up on ClickBank. Um, some people are promoting it. I don't even know who they are. And they send us some money. Mm, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's at the lowest end of what I would call transactional joint ventures. But then there are you know, full on JV projects, which is, uh, you know, I was doing a launch a little while ago of our launch mastermind 90 day bootcamp and a couple, even though I was testing and, and I didn't get a whole bunch of promotional partners, a couple of people said, Hey, I'll still support you. Whatever you're figuring out, it's all good. Um, so there's a couple of people that, uh, worked with me for 14 days. Um, and it wasn't a whole bunch of money, but I think it generated 15,000 bucks plus or minus, um, for them. And, then the next step and stage is where, where we would call it's like these strategic partnerships where it's like, wait a second, in your client journey, you need testimonials. This is the point at which I want you to uh, meet Ian. And you know that that happens. I know that happens. Um, there's a tracking system for how that happens. And it becomes a consistent way of how we serve our clients and make income. Yes. And uh, that system, um, obviously, you've developed those systems over the years because those systems are crucial because, as we know, uh, if you don't have them, especially when you throw in an, add another business onto your business, stuff tends to hit the fan. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about that because, yes. I mean, it wasn't all roses and sunshine with JVs for you, I'm sure, at the beginning. What are some of the <laughs> mistakes you've made and some of the horror stories that you've seen? Um, well, I, I, so I'll, I'll just tell you a, a very specific horror story and, and it was, 
what's interesting about it was my very first JV. And, and the truth is, and I mean this in all seriousness, gang, is that I believe that all of, all of you should be doing this in terms of, of your businesses and, um, serving your clients. And you shouldn't do it willy nilly without some training, without some structure, without some process. So here's my first fiasco story. Um, I had a couple of people, actually a woman that I took my facilitator training with like 30 years ago, her and her husband designed this singles, uh, workshop. Um, they were delivering it all over Canada. They had rave reviews, front page, uh, coverage of, of, uh, uh, the success of their program, knocking it out of the park. They come to me and say, Hey, could we deliver our workshop through your organization? And I say, yes. Now this little part of me said, it's like, I should go see that workshop first. Um, but it's like front page, positive write-ups, like uh, testimonials out the wazoo, all those sorts of things. So I don't go and see it, but I promote it. I host it in my own building, all of these pieces, and to make a long story uh, painful, <laughs> their delivery standard, as good as it was, was not up to par to what my clients were used to. So they put 40 people in the room. Um, we, did a, we did a split of the income as it came in, and then what occurred is that out of those 40 people, there was 10 people who asked for refunds. And we had no refund agreement in place because it never occurred. I, that's not something my clients do. My clients like are thrilled and all of those pieces. So then we were in this, this mess of what's going to transpire. So I had unhappy, number one, unhappy customers, uh, unmet expectations, and all of a sudden refund requests that oh, I'm on the hook for. So that's wow. messy. Yeah, that's, that's messy. not fun. No. And it got worse from there, but I won't, I won't bore you with the details. But it was just one of those elements where when we're talking about if you're going to JV and, and do something like that, you've got to do the enough research to know that the quality of the program is sound. You've got to believe in that person well enough that if there is a, if there is an error, and by the way, there are stuff goes sideways in my business, stuff goes sideways in your business, stuff goes sideways in everyone's business. It is, it, it, it yes. Does it go any other way? <laughs> You know, I, I always joke with people. It's like, you know, I, I hope and pray that your uh, life turns out as beautifully as it's portrayed on Facebook. <laughs> but shit goes sideways. Um, and this is the reason why in, in, the, in our events, the JVology Live, the JVology Summit, all of the, our training programs there, is that we emphasize we've got to build a sound relationship that is over a long span of time. Because when it goes sideways, what we have to be able to do is pick up the phone and say, hey, Something transpired. What are we going to do? How are we going to handle it? In the same way we would do in our business, we've got to have that quality relationship to do with our JV partners. And when it's just this transactional piece, that's where stuff gets a little a little bit goofy. So we teach people how to vet JV partners. We teach people how to invite JV partners. We teach people how to what I call joint venture date, which is let's do a couple of little projects and see before we're doing the big, uh, you know, the big kahuna in terms of whatever we're working on. So we go through those pieces. And, and what's beautiful today is the systems are easier than they have ever been. So uh, there's all sorts of different software that helps track who's being referred, how they're being referred, what they paid, um, if they, you know, bought something and then didn't pay. Like it's, it, it's all transparent and easy. And I just, uh, I just have to say, don't go down the, the path of, oh, I'm going to do joint ventures um, without having some education support and structure about that. Because the truth of the matter is that it will be, 
a shit show. <laughs> I guarantee it. It will be. So that that's just one of the pieces. But if you put those elements in place and and test properly and put those things, it's it's this beautiful part of you know like just yesterday. Um, I sometimes tease about PayPal because many times people pay by PayPal. PayPal is my modern day couch cushion. You know, like I don't know if you were ever a kid. Yes. It's like, hey, it's like doing joint ventures. It's like literally sometimes I'll, I'll look in my modern day uh, couch cushion PayPal, and it's like, hey, there's there's like five figures in my PayPal account. That, and it's like, wait, wait, I was. I want to come to your house and look in your couch cushion because <laughs> there are keys to another Porsche over there. <laughs> there's a lot of Porsche keys lying around. Yeah, <laughs> um, but but that that process. Is just yesterday, um, one of my partners who, who doesn't use PayPal obviously uh, sent a check and like 900 bucks shows up that I, I honest to goodness, wasn't even cognizant of. So it's, it is when the systems are in place and you choose wisely, it just becomes this extra sort of lubrication, this extra little bit of reward, this extra bit of play. Um, well, I'm going to call it play money. That's not really what I mean, but it, it's that. It's that pleasant surprise from serving your clients well, and and it's just a beautiful thing. That's that, great. And additionally, you know, we're talking hard figures here, but yeah, you know, we met through essentially you were you're doing joint venture with Jackie, and and a, the relationships that you build through things like this, you're exponentially building the relationships mm -hmm. and those relationships become, I mean, you want to talk about modern day couch cushions. You just never know when they're going to end up being an, a six, seven figure relationship, right? Yes. And that happens through consulting uh, opportunities, through stage opportunities, through like things. Um, how do I put it? Years ago, and this is a real estate term, but it translates really well. Years ago, I was working with somebody who was licensed with the Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, content uh, here in, in Canada. And one of his primary pieces that he always wanted to work on was deal flow. Is that if there's no deal flow, then none of these big wins ever happen. And he said, I, what I really do want is I want at least an opportunity a day, maybe three opportunities a day on my desk that I'm going to sort, filter, and determine what is going to be best and what is going to work. And what transpires is that not all of them work out. You know, some of them are a loss. Many of them are pushed. Many of them make a little bit of marginal money. But in that deal flow, there is always a couple of gold mines. And without deal flow, those gold mines are impossible. And the same thing holds true with joint ventures, with joint venture relationships. Um, there, there are those gold mines that literally leap off the page. Um, um, relationship with Suzanne Evans would be a great example of that. Um, you know, literally we met standing in line at a, at a mastermind event for, with Jeff Walker and that has turned into strong. Well, I, it's gotta be. I was going to say strong six figures, but I actually think that that one relationship is is probably low seven figures. Um, but again, it was through the process of setting up how we're going to work together, a little JV dating, and look out world, here we come. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, you just never, ever know, and those are so crucial, so crucial, because you can bang on doors all day. You can do your own stuff all day. Or you can leverage someone else's audience and have that, what I call a transfer of trust. Because you have to work to get someone to know, like, and trust you. JVs, essentially, you transfer the trust and you skip 
a huge opportunity. I mean, you sketch a huge problem. So I love it. Well, and just to add to that, just this whole idea of, of, cause if, if somebody's paying attention to this, you should be asking this question. It's like, well, then where do I find the right JV partners? And, and the honest to goodness answer to that. And, and, you know, <laughs> I'm not just saying this for my, for, for my benefit is that you have to get into rooms where people understand, have a similar language and have the express agenda to build their business with joint ventures. It's like, that's why JVology Live exists. It's like, let's come together and learn the foundation. I know the language to ask you in terms of what's going on for tracking. You know the language to ask me in terms of what's going on for conversions. We know the language in terms of what the agreement is, how we're going to respect our clients and one another. All of that stuff is done. And I'm here to do business with you if there's a match. If it's not a match, it's like, great, we're going to, you know, hug each other, have a glass of wine and all is good and say, hey, did you talk to Bob over there? Because I think his, his, his audience is more your tribe. Go, go do that. We're, if we can be in those rooms where this conversation is number one, taught, number two, practiced, uh, and number three, facilitated, meaning that you actually get deals done there, that's, there, there's no better use of your time in the universe than to get in those rooms. And that is really how I started going back to your question about the 2.4 million is I was invited to Christian's group. I got in those rooms and those conversations. I supported other people first before I ever asked them to support me, which by the way, here's a little hint. Joint venturing is a game of I'll go first. And that is the cardinal rule that people break all the time. It, it, you know, quite literally, I got uh, a, a pitch this morning from somebody I don't know. I don't have a real relationship with um, asking me to promote their stuff when you know, like if we don't know each other, the odds of that are precisely zero. Yes. I have a list of 10,000 people who I like and love and I'd love to support. Yours doesn't hit the radar if you can't actually come and say hello to me and see if we even like each other before I'm going to be sharing your stuff with my tribe. But that's just not going to happen. Yep. Um, so anyway, that that getting into that space. So I, I did that, supported them for a year um, before I ever did my first project. But it really boiled down to this. In that time frame, while I was supporting, while I was learning, while I was figuring out, while I was doing all of those pieces, the thing I was after more than anything else was relationships I could count on. And that's the only way to do that, truly do that, is to get in the same room, share space, uh, understand who somebody is, get their stand in the world, know who they want to serve and how they want to make a difference in the world. That's how that happens. So I literally was on planes for two and a half years going back and forth to events like that for that express purpose. Oh, and uh, yeah, I, that's awesome because it's, it, I think the, the big thing you said there, I mean, it's, it's marketing 101. I, it's modern marketing 101. Mm-hmm. And it, it's go for, you go first and also just providing that value first. Um, and, and if you, it comes back, but it's also, one of the, you know, if you want to get technical about it, Robert Cialdini and six rules of influence, six weapons of influence, one of them is reciprocity. Mm-hmm. And yep. if, you, if you do something for someone first, they're going to pay you back tenfold. And if they don't, you don't really want to work with them anyways, right? You mm-hmm. find out really quickly. Um, but also think you kind of have to go in with the expectation, right, that something won't come out of it. So you're not disappointed. But when it does, man, it comes out in spades. Well, and, and I love what you said is, and, and I, I want to be really clear about this. This is one of the reasons why it's important to craft a, a joint venture invitation. Well, because 
you know, yes, I was, I was, um, investing time, resources, all those sorts of things and building those relationships, but it, it, it really was not with this quid pro quo thing. It was much more about the, um, I want to learn, I want to contribute all those sorts of things. And every single project I, I participated in, there was still a, a financial reward for me. So the art of the JV invitation and making sure that things are equitable, whether there is reciprocation or not is a very important component to this. And, uh, and I think that's one of the things where JVs go awry is this idea of, uh, I'll do this and you'll do that. And it's like, that doesn't, we, we need to think more creatively about it. You know, uh, my, our dear mutual friend, Jackie, who I'm on a plane to speak for her in Hawaii tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. That's how much I love you, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but, but there's a great example of, how so we, and we support each other in a bunch of different ways but it isn't necessary it's like i'm going to be on your stage you'll be on my stage um you know i've given her uh, a booth at my event at mastermind to millions live she provides hey if you want to speak at any of these events you can you can do so so it becomes a way of, of thinking about it. it's like this isn't about an email swap list although that by the way is a fine place to start this is about what resources and access do I have that serves and supports your tribe? Where does it fit in the client journey and how do we make this work for both of us? Because the, the, most people think about this just far, far, far too narrowly. There is a million ways to make this work from a shout out on the stage to a personal introduction to a dinner, uh, with the right people in the right city. They're just, we've got to think differently about it. And, and one of the things, you know, I teach in JVology Live that we'll go into great depth and detail on, uh, in Orlando is what are five ways we could join venture before either of us sends an email. Now the truth of the matter is email simple and easy that, and it works still, by the way, yes, the open rates are dropping, but it still works and it works beautifully. Um, but it forces us to think better if it's like, what's five ways we can do this before there's an email. Um, so that's just one of the other little tidbits that we work through so that people can start thinking, it's like, oh, and we can do this. Oh, and we can do this. I mean, this little Facebook live is a tremendous example that we get to have a meaningful conversation about this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I, and I think going straight to the email for like a lot of people just think I'm just gonna email list and will be done, but it really doesn't warm up the audience. It doesn't connect anyone to you. It doesn't make that intro, real introduction. At all. Yeah, at all. You know, there, there's so many other ways. Yeah. Um, so let's, I mean, now we've started to talk about JVology. Can, you know, JVs, obviously, I mean, I think it's a huge opportunity. I'm excited too because it's in our backyard here in Orlando for you guys that are here. If you're watching this on Facebook, you can click. There's a link for a complimentary ticket to JVology here in Orlando next week. Um, if you're not and you click on that link, you might be able to find tickets to the next event. Uh, if you're watching this a month from now, but let's go over what's going to happen at the event, JVology Live. Yes. Um, short version, I'm going to drink an awful lot of wine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not really a joke, actually. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> the, um, um, we're going to start with this. So it, it runs, it's a three day event and day one, we really spend an inordinate amount of time 
understanding the big picture of joint ventures and how many different ways there are for these to work. And we, we really want for people to understand the strategy, how to attract great JV partners, how to do fantastic invitations, how to structure our businesses to leverage the most out of JVs, how to make sure that the JVs that we select serve our clients. So this is day one is really that whole mechanical process of what's the big picture, how does it fit for me, and how do I make this actually work? Then on the evening of the first uh, of the first day, we do something called wine conversations and cash. And uh, wine conversations and cash is actually a mini mastermind. And I, obviously, we've referred to my other brand of mastermind to millions. But uh, wine conversation and cash is a mini mastermind that I have used to create JV partners, to create mastermind members, to fill events, do a variety of pieces. And we actually go through that so that you can experience it personally, so that you can take that home and do your own, what we're going to call WCCs, Wine Conversation and Cash, Joint Venture Mini Masterminds. And honest to goodness, and I mean this in all seriousness, is that that process, the worst one I've ever done, generated $60,000 60 days after the event. That's the worst one. So truthfully, if you just came and learned how to run a WCC well and went home and did one of those on a monthly basis, I can guarantee, like unless you are sleep at the wheel, that will add six figures to your business in the next year, just doing one of those a month. So we teach you how to do that. You experience it, all the rest of it. Now, Saturday, we work on your invitation for joint venture partners. So you figure out, this is what my offer is going to be. This is how we're going to compensate them. This is where it fits in my model. This is how this is going to go. And you actually get to practice. And and this is not one of those things where it is a one-way diaphragm. This is going to be an intimate group of people. We are going to work with you individually. You're going to be at tables where you get to actually not only just practice your joint venture invitation, but remember, everybody there is there wanting to grow their business with joint venture partners. This is not a theoretical processes like, geez, I sure wish I could practice with somebody who might say yes. You know, people leave this thing with deals all the time. Podcast bookings, webinar bookings, email agreements, speaking agreements, sponsorship agreements, like they leave with real business done. Shit that would take, and I mean this in all seriousness, I've seen, I've seen people struggle for a month to say, well, I got two podcast interviews and it's like, we can do that in an afternoon. We can do that in an afternoon. So you practice your pitch. You understand what all of those elements are. And we spend a significant amount of time in that process teaching the nuances of how to make. There's a lot of people who didn't go from zero to 2.4 in 14 months. Uh, it is in these nuances that these things happen. And we create a significant amount of white space for people to um, connect with one another and to build the relationship so that the deals actually happen. Instead of it's like, yeah, yeah, we'll have coffee, we'll have lunch, and not that that BS. Um, so that's what happens on uh, Saturday. And on Saturday night, I do an inordinate amount. Well, it's not just Saturday. It's actually throughout. But I do an inordinate amount of one-on-one -on -one coaching. So this is your particular circumstance. This is your particular invitation. This is how you need to tweak it and adjust it to get the attention and to structure the deal so that it is attractive to JV partners. So I do an inordinate amount of hands-on coaching slash consulting to craft those pieces so that they work. And that is such a monumentally big deal. And then we have, um, I have a couple of guest speakers that are absolute rock stars that I am thrilled. Uh, our mutual friend, in fact, you introduced me to Dr. Kerry Rose. Um, some of, some of the people in terms of JVs don't necessarily have a business that is easy to JV with. 
And in today's technology, a digital pro- product, uh, intellectual property, any of those pieces, that's some of the easiest in the world. So we brought one of the best program designers in the universe, um, Dr. Carrie Rose. And she's going to teach you if, like, if you're thinking, like, I'd like to, you know, maybe break the time for money buying. I'd like to get my intellectual property into a course or a program that I could sell or license. She's going to teach you exactly how to do that, which I'm thrilled with. Um, and then taking that same thing, it's like, great, if I have a program, how do I actually sell the thing online? A dear friend of mine, Aman, uh, he, well, he does one of the best webinar design and conversion programs in the universe. He's going to teach you the absolute keys to webinars that work. Um, and he is a, like just one of the smartest dudes I know under the sun. Um, and I'm, I'm missing some, it'll, it'll come to me. I know. <laughs> um, it fell out of my head momentarily. Um, but what we're going to do is then we're going to spend a whole bunch of time on how are you going to actually build your business model so that this works. And, you know, my hope and prayer for everyone, and, and I know that this is true because we have testimonials like crazy about it, that uh, you will develop your own uh, version of the, the, the PayPal couch cushions that will ease your life, that will add profit to your business, that will make you incredibly influential in your communities and where you choose to do business. And um, you will look back at it as one of the single best weekends that you've ever had in your life when it comes to transforming your business. That's a big claim. (laughs) But it's a monumentally big claim. And I just, how do I say this? It's like, I was about to speak Saskatchewan with a curse, but people work too freaking hard and you're trying to reinvent the damn wheel over and over again. And while you're grinding and trying to do this, I give you my word that there are quite literally lists of 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 of people who want and need your program. And the people who own those lists are looking for great people to broaden their offerings to support their clients. Yep. This is simply a this is simply a matter of being in the right place, understanding the process, and having an offer that is equitable and fair. And people will line up to say, "Hey, let's do that." Like I have people contacting me saying, "When's the next time you're doing the boot camp thing?" Because I'd really love to support that because I know that my tribe needs it. Like yep. when you get in that position, those calls. Just to be clear about it, those calls, depending on who the partner is, make me between five and fifty five zero thousand dollars. That's not Some bad. Making fifty k for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, and well, I mean, to the point though, it's like I, you know, like you helping them create the content. I think is key. Um, creating the offer is key because offers are not the easiest thing to create, and I think that's that's a big, big one. And people don't understand. It's like people think that they're selling something that they've sold before that they have a good offer, and uh, and they don't. And but. Um, you know, we're coming up on time here for you because I know you've yes. got to go. But uh, anyone that's thinking about this, I mean, I really don't know anyone that this isn't for. I, I would say if you go to the landing page, there's a lot of information on there. It's mm-hmm. Jay, because the reason I have you on here and the reason I'm promoting this so heavily is because I know it's so valuable because you put so much information into it, put all the things that people need. It's not like regurgitating the same thing for three days and then a hard sell. It's it's valuable, valuable information uh, for any business. So um, anyone that wants to join, we have the link in there. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, we'll make sure it's on the um, podcast on the show notes. You can go to my website. Um, Jay, I mean, last tip, you know, if, if someone's on the fence about using joint ventures, let's say that they are 
um, a consultant or anything, and they're like, oh, I, I've got referral partners. What's the one thing that you can, besides coming to JVology, what's the one thing that you could say, this is an example, this is a taste, this is a way for you to get a taste of how good this works? Cool. Um, so here's what I love about the, the consultant example, is that if you're a decent consultant, your transaction amount is huge, right? Like if you're a decent consultant, we're not talking about, you know, um, selling potions and lotions for 14 bucks. Um, we're, we're talking about substantial contracts. And with every single one of, of, of the consultant models, there is, and, and uh, sorry, I'm a teacher. I was looking for, think of it from this perspective, that most of you as consultants, you can have an entire stream of people that precede you and follow you. And one of the things that will help you do at JVology Live um, is figure out who are the feeders to your particular consulting process. So whatever it is that you are teaching, whatever it is that you help people roll out, who are the feeders that get us to that spot so that we can go out and strategically create a substantial number of referral partners. And, and by the way, when I say referral partners, referral partners are fine, but refer, referral partners need to have the tools, the systems, and the conversion processes. So we'll figure out who is feeding it and we'll help you deliberately and consciously set up the relationships that you're going to do after your consulting that very often, and this is going to sound a little crazy because consulting is time intensive and expensive. Sometimes the best money that consultants make is the money for the pass off after you're done, the tools, the resources, the support, the software, the systems, the what, the real estate, whatever it is that they need after is where some of your best money is. You are in the trusted advisor role. You simply refer them on and you take a significant uh, commission back. And, and we're going to help you build that model into whatever yours is. And most of the time you're doing it, but you're doing it like this. You know, it's like, oh, great, I got a referral. It's just one more little source. You could be in a spot, and I mean this in all seriousness, where there are too many referrals for you to deal with. And honest to goodness, I get into that spot. Um, it is one of both the beauties and the challenges of doing joint ventures well. So I, that's the biggest idea that I want a consultant to think about, which is, we can build that front end with a system and process that is easy, and we can help them set up the back end so that they are bookended with profit. Um, not just what you're delivering, but bookended with profit before and after. And that uh, that concept is simple. The execution of it takes some time, some work, and some strategy, and we can help. Awesome. Jay Fassett, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, excited to see you next week at JBology Live. We're going to have a blast. Yes, and decided to get all this content, set up some JVs, see the stories, see the success stories for all the people that you've helped. Uh, and for all of you listening that are in Orlando or can get to Orlando by the 15th of February, uh, join us. But, Jay, uh, you have uh, some more dates coming up as well, too, correct? Yeah, we do this uh, several times a year. This is uh, this is our first time on the East Coast. It's one of the reasons, and, and I, I would just uh, sort of in – how do I put this? Um our events usually are in the range of 150, something like that. This is going to be uh, more intimate. We're in a location we have never done before. We're doing that deliberately because we're, we're working on building the seeds in the community of the joint ventures on the East Coast. We've never done that. We've been almost exclusively West Coast. So here's a, here's a little hint. 
you have a complimentary ticket. That's usually $997. You can actually come for free through Ion. Uh, that gets you a seat deposit, and you show up for free. You get all of this for free. There's nothing you could lose in the universe. Now, my day rate for for VIPs is 15000 bucks. It's going to be an intimate group. I'm going to be there. I will help you craft exactly the offer and the invitation that you need. Um, it's impossible to get me in any other way in that kind of an environment where I can give you one-on-one support and let alone you know, for in pretty much any amount of money, let alone for free. So if I were you in Orlando, I'd just be juggling my life, calling in all the favors, getting the mother-in-law to take care of the kids, even if you don't like the mother-in-law. <laughs> And get your ass down there because it'll be a brilliant decision. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and for uh, at the beginning of the call, we, at the beginning of the podcast, at the end of the live show, whatever you're watching, uh, Jay was talking about, you know, how he grew a business. And Jay, let's reiterate how big your business was or is the creator's code, what it was before, that you're not just someone that's, you know, like, hey, I, I just started this a few weeks ago. How long ago did you start it? And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I. I started the Creators Code uh, over 30 years ago. I took my facilitator training. Um, it's funny. We were just actually talking about this a little bit. We took, I took my facilitator training in the summer of 1988. I went to work for the organization in 89, and I bought it in 1991. And we've had 40,000 graduates go through our doors in some way, shape, or form, and that's just through the personal development uh, organization. Um, so it's not my first canoe trip by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and... Uh, we are only teaching and we only deliver in terms of our other two brands, Mastermind Millions and JVology Live. We only teach and share what we live and do and be. So masterminds were a part of our personal development company for 25 years before we did external pieces. JVs uh, and the whole JVology concept we did for literally three and a half years before Mastermind to Millions even existed. So this is, we're just sharing what has worked for us. And I, this is one of the other things that I should just say on that note. Um, you will get the straight goods from us, meaning that Sometimes, you know, people at the front of the room, it's like, everything's fantastic and perfect and everything I touch turns to gold and it is super easy. You know, that, that's bullshit. Um, I will tell you what I have done well and what worked well about it. I will tell you what has been a fiasco on wheels so that you don't do that same mistake. Um, and I will share with you the good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, that, that you can count on that from me. And that is one of the reasons why I have clients that are still with me 25 years later. They'll, they know that... This is the real goods of what's working today, what's not working today, and the adaptations that need to be made. Yep. And MJ, I mean, a lot of things don't work for him, just like all of us. And he's made the mistakes, and you can help avoid making – he'll help you avoid making the mistakes. Because we talked (laughs) about it before the show. I mean, we make a lot of mistakes. It's it's not mistakes. You just test stuff out. It doesn't work. You test it out. Why not take – advantage of all this I'm, I'm so excited for everyone i hopefully we can get a few more people in there um to really feel what this can do for their business beautiful thank you i really appreciate this conversation Ian. and uh, as always look forward to hanging out with you having a glass of wine and uh, enjoying the sun of orlando as opposed <laughs> to the snow of calgary <laughs> <laughs> jay facet thank you so much and thank you all for joining us on this special edition of the garlic marketing show it's been Ian garlic and thanks for taking us on your journey That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.